video. No one can hear us scream. But don't, anyways. I love this video so much, it just makes me so happy watching it. It is, it's already in there. You just can't you just can't hear it right now. Um I'm Fio the latest. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the UESP podcast. I'm your host, Pylon, and with us tonight we have a plethora of guests, including a Slightly different AKB than normal. Uh, with us, we have AKB, Alara, and Baratron, which I'm sure all of you are all in uh, aware of. I think everybody's been on the podcast now. We don't have any new faces. We don't have any new things. So that's kind of exciting. We have a reoccurring cast. Um, before we get started, just let everybody introduce themselves anyway, in case there's anybody new here listening. So AKB, why don't you give yourself an introduction? I'm AKB. I'm an admin for the UESB. I do various things for the UESB, like wander through a field of flowers and mushrooms. <laughs> and Alara, how about yourself? <laughs> do a little bit of everything. Uh, Wiki, forum, Discord, Oba social media. Awesome. And Baratron. I'm Baratron. Um, I've, got a, I've got my name on me now. Look, isn't it great? <laughs> It's, well, it's official. In the camera, that way. Yes, official. Um, That's pretty swag, yo. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's one of it's one of the spreadshirt shirts. I just got it printed with my with my name on because I could. Uh, I'm a Discord admin and I'm GM of the UESP Guild on PCNA for ESO. And that's about it. And as always, I'm Pylon, your host. And uh, this week, we've got a little bit of a shorter episode because there's not really that much to talk about. So and we're just going gonna... And everybody's and sick. Was sick. Yeah, everybody's sick, has some sort of disease. So we're still going to try to get out our uh, EU version of the podcast at some point where we talk about the Elder Scrolls diseases. And I know uh, a few people were like, hey, we should talk about that now because everybody else is sick. Um, so with that, why don't we get into the news? Okay. Can you guys... Oh, this is why. Interesting. My mic is showing up as a new audio input. So the chat can hear me right now. Interesting. Thank you for bearing with me as I troubleshoot my audio issues there, chat. So, news this week. Uh, first thing I wanted to start out with uh, some UESP uh, notes. We have some exciting, cool things coming next week. So stay tuned. We'll be talking about a lot of them. That tease is real. And then, Alara, do you want to talk about our cookbook interview quickly? So um, the official Elder Scrolls cookbook is coming later this month, and um, the publisher contacted us, and we were able to do an interview by email with the author. Uh, Chelsea Monroe-Cassell, she's also the author of the World of Warcraft cookbook, and Pylon just linked it in the chat there. So I gathered some questions, and... Um, was able to send them and that's our response awesome yeah so make sure you guys give a check out to that and see what you like it was actually pretty interesting reading those uh answers then mm -hmm. they were like i was happy because i know we were worried about them being too close to the ama which they just had on reddit before but there are actually some good interview questions there so i was happy reading those and then Baratron, do you want to give us an update on what's going on in the eso world right now well it's still the 
Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild uh, event. So it's still double tickets for uh, one heist and one sacrament. sacrament per day. And that's continuing until, well, it, the events always change on um, at, at the very, very strange time of uh, 10, it's, it's, well, it's 3 p.m. GMT, which I guess at the moment is actually 11 a.m. Eastern because you guys are only four hours different. From yeah, because daylight anyway, savings time. Oh. Yeah, because you went into daylight savings and, and Europe didn't. So uh, I guess that finishes on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern or 3 p.m. GMT. I, I think they did still say it was 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Oh, okay, and 2 p.m. GMT. Well, anyway, it's a very right. strange time. Either way. <laughs> I don't like this. But that's too what's confusing. going on in ESO at the moment. Also, the patch today uh, broke a lot of add-ons. Yes. And there's already a fix for it. Which, if you go to Google and you type in um, medic UI cert insidiator, it'll find it for you. I'll just post the link now. Hang on. Let me just yeah, and I think it's also in Minion if you search for medic in Minion. It since is. Since I know a yeah. lot of people use Minion. Awesome. Yeah, and I was doing my heist last night and somebody teleported through a wall to get me. So that was <laughs> awesome. Um, Alara, do you want to speak? What? I. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So we have a new uh, setup here too, as we can talk about quickly, is AKB is going to be streaming gameplay, hopefully. We're trying it right now. Probably what we'll do is we'll make it kind of the full screen and then the cameras will be around it or we'll do some – I'll play with the uh, uh, video aspect later. But we should be able to have some content on here and I'll get him to maybe even pipe in the uh, audio from the game so we have some nice calm background music. <laughs> Until he gets in a fight and scares everybody half to death. Yeah, we're we're working Sorry. with this. It's uh, it's all new ground. Is, this took a whole week to just get working, and then I I got this working on any platform besides Skype, which is what we're currently using to film this show. And then Pylon just went like, "Oh, hey, just try this," and it instantly worked. But now we have to figure. This was only a few minutes ago, so yeah. now we have to make sure the video actually looks nice. Yeah, no, it looks pretty good from my end, so we'll see how you guys like it. You'll have to give us some feedback and let us know. Legends, Alara, as our resident Legends expert, Phenomenon, want to give us some Legends updates for the week? So we've got a couple of things that we've heard within the past week. Uh, first of all, they have told us that Patch 2.8 is coming sometime before April. It'll include some balance changes, which I'm not sure if we know about the specifics yet. And um, new visual effect for the Edict of Azura card, one of the best cards in the game. Um, so what it does now is it creates, uh, well, or what it will do rather, is it will create kind of like a pillar of purple light as it destroys a target, kind of like the art on the card shows. Which for the they longest also... time, I did not realize that's what the art on the card was at all. <laughs> I've never looked closer at it. I don't know why. Only that card specifically. So they also said um, on the stream last Friday that um, they'll have some sort of big announcement. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't really clear if it was at or before PAX East, but sometime around that at the end of the month. And they will be doing a legend stream uh, from the event on Saturday the 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. They also said that their um, next expansion will be well before July because there's some confusion there about, you know, oh, it's coming in July. But, yeah, they clarified it's going to be coming kind of soon, I guess. And um, 
Also, interesting note, uh, they said that they're working on 10 trailers at the moment. So it sounds like there's a lot of stuff coming for Legends. Interesting. That's awesome. Good to hear. Um, chat, let me know if you can still hear me. I just tried to fix some of my mic problems, but it may be a little bit different. Um, while I do that, AKB, do you want to give, uh, just in case nobody can hear me, do you want to give an update on Blades, uh, just as a little reminder that we have there? So Blades is kind of coming out. It's on iPhone, uh, for those who actually own iPhones. Most of us don't, and the people who do have it are on NDA, so they can't even really talk about it. That said, there have been some leaks, because that's just the culture we live in now, but Bethesda has asked for any leaks to be reported. I don't have the correct person's information to report it, because I have honestly not leaked, because I really just want to experience it myself, finally. (laughs) I have been waiting for... I thought this was going to come out the night Todd Howard announced it, because the year before this, there's the whole Fallout Shelter thing, where Todd Howard was like, you know what? Download it right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the same thing with Elder Scrolls Blades. It never happened. Yeah, it would have been good, but as we can tell, it just wasn't ready, so I'm okay with that. I'd rather them not rush it out. Then again, the same thing had happened with Legends, where they said, oh, coming out this fall and ended up uh, going to yeah. open beta, like, the um, like or, two, month, no. uh, two seasons later. It was, like, spring. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, April, I think, that following year was when it went to open beta. Yeah. But just a reminder, if you do see anything that looks like it's under NDA, just send the report over to Bethesda or report the videos or whatever it is just so people know so we don't end up ruining a good thing for a lot of people because we don't want to have everything taken away. Yeah, or like message one of the admins of the USP and the Discord because uh, we'll be able to forward that to the right person too. Yeah, yeah. so if you're never not sure, and you can send it to Alara because she's in the beta, so she can mm-hmm. she can tell you if it's legit or not. <laughs> Awesome. Well, so let's go over our scholarly pursuits. Okay. So, AKB, what have you been up to this week? This week, I can't remember literally anything because of daylight savings time. Our European that... guest here doesn't have to worry about that. Or, like, isn't there, like, a third of states don't do it or something like that? It's, like, only Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. I I know, because Saskatchewan in Canada doesn't follow it. And that's a big chunk. In the USA, the thing is, there's semi-autonomous conclaves for the Native American tribes. And most of them don't follow Daylight Savings Time because it's a stupid, stupid (laughs) thing. Because they're smart. So, about a fourth of the country doesn't actually do it. Oh, and Illinois, apparently, as well. Well, there maybe I should move to Illinois. (laughs) But, besides that, there is an unanswered lore question, but only one, because this week has seen basically all of us die from some plague. The question (laughs) is... Look at you just screwing with our show order right now, AKB. Come on. I thought we were in unanswered lore questions. No, we're in our scholarly pursuits right now. (laughs) I thought you asked me what the unanswered lore question was. (laughs) Oh, he asked you about your scholarly pursuits. (laughs) I heard him. (laughs) 
It happened. Well, I'm dying from the plague. I agree. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> dying from the plague, so we give it an excuse. Um, <laughs> that's good there. Okay, I'm just gonna going to skip on. you now, so we can get back to that later, and Alara can tell us what she's done this week. Uh, quite a bit. Uh, Legends and Elder Scrolls Online, not too much. Just uh, dailies and trying to climb out of the warrior rank for Legends. Um, as previously mentioned, I'm in the uh, Blades beta. I can't say more because of NDA. But they did say it's okay to mention that you're in it at least. But again, if you see any leaks, um, you know, I'm a safe person to send stuff to. I know who to forward it to. So uh, feel free. Um, I'm uh, kind of last yesterday, real early in the morning. I kind of consider it the night before. I did a late night stream. Um, <laughs> cooking a few of the recipes that were revealed already from the official cookbook. So I made sweet rolls, salt rice porridge, and skooma. And skooma I have to wait on because it's supposed to uh, sit and be infused for like a couple weeks, but the sweet rolls and salt rice porridge were delicious. Good. What time was that? Was that like 3 in the morning that you were cooking that? That's about the time I ended, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the whole thing I think was like... uh, I'm tired just thinking about it. Yeah, about two, two and a half hours long, I think. Um, and then also, my copy of Skyrim Risk has arrived. Oh my so god. I love that every week you've been on the show, you've had some new piece of loot yeah, that's like Elder Scrolls rate. <laughs> yeah, it's like I haven't gotten new loot in like almost a year, and then all of a sudden it's like I get new things. Like, yeah, We're going to have to make sure you keep coming on. You're going to be like, I need to go buy something <laughs> right now. We need to go, we need to play that. <laughs> How do you play? Uh, we Let, need to figure out a way to play this. We'll, We'd have to all be in the same place. No, okay. here's what we have to do. We have to take a. Uh, how do they? There, there's a way to like record a board game and put it on onto a streaming device. Yeah, you can do it with like uh, with like D and D kind of games, but usually you don't have hidden things. That'd be the hard. Or part. we can do it at Pax East. Well, I won't yeah, be there. having to bring my stuff and hope that my nobody, luggage doesn't get lost. And nobody's like yeah. loses. I'm kind of leery about the whole uh, luggage thing because I was on a trip once where uh, some of my stuff went missing. Oof. So. You can't you can't take it in the cabin as your personal item. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, normally it's a laptop or or a or a purse, and you'll be like, no, it's my board game. It's very important. Fun fact. <laughs> Check with your credit card provider about luggage insurance because sometimes if your luggage is delayed for more than 24 hours and you used your credit card to book the flight, your credit card will give you a free $2,000 to go spend as you would like. (laughs) Pro tip. Getting your luggage stolen can actually be awesome, especially if you have kind of crappy stuff and you want to buy some new stuff. How about yourself, Baratron? What have you been up to this week? I have been mostly putting together interviews. So we've got an interview with the new lawmaster, Layman Tuttle, coming up at some point. Um, I compiled a load of questions from the UESP members and sent them off. Uh, I have no idea what the timescale on this is. It's going to be an email interview. It's very possible that they're going to take some of the questions and use them uh, on ESO Live on Friday. And, you know, ask. so some of the questions will get answered then. Uh, but I don't know. Because some of them will they'll probably refuse. Uh, I've just got no idea what's going to happen there. Also, been putting together an interview for uh, tomorrow. Cry Havoc, who hosts the EU podcast, myself and Amira 
are going to a secret location in London to play elsewhere and meet uh, Matt Ferrell and Rich Lambert. That's awesome. So I can put together an interview for them as well. Well, I mean, Cry kind of compiled it and then I put the questions in a sensible order. And it's really, really long. And there's a load of extremely esoteric law questions in there, including things that I personally have never heard of. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, there were, seriously, there were questions in there. And I was like, I have no idea what this is about. Like, um, will the jovial lambastors mentioned in the in-game book Persistence of Daedric Veneration make an appearance? And if so, will we learn more about them? And I'm like, OK, that's a great question, but. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of that either. Yeah. No. That's so funny. I wonder. So, that, um, I bet there'll be a few of those questions where they'll be like, uh, we'll get back to you. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, no, the very question's in there. That's, yeah. that's in there. Awesome. Um, and all the questions I got from Twitter are in there, except the one about uh, the person who wanted Khajiit to no longer wear boxer shorts. It didn't say what they wanted Khajiit to wear. Instead, I assume nothing. And, you know, they're not going to do that. It's not quite the kind of game. If anyone yeah. comes Rompers. up with any more questions, we can always ask them at yep. PAX East. So yes. You'll Some of the questions them. We, will definitely, we will definitely hold on to. Yeah, make sure UESP underscore net. You can find on Twitter. It's a great place to ask questions or join the Discord. It's a fun place. You'll love it there. As for myself, are you done there, Beartron, before I move yeah. on? Okay, so as for myself, I have been dealing with getting all my computer stuff back online, so that took a while to get everything set up again properly, which then in turn delayed me getting the audio podcast set up, so that's been a thing. As well, I have had a small 11th month old with strep throat all week, so we haven't really got as much time to work on things as normal, so hopefully... This week will be podcast audio podcast week. I've got the audio extract, and now I just have to have to work on getting it onto the RSS feed, and then into all the podcatchers and blah blah blah. So that's a lot of fun. And then other than that, it's mostly just been ESO trying to get my heists in to get my event tickets. And I, as I mentioned earlier, I was doing my heist last night, and in Smuggler's Den, I think it was no Smuggler's Den was the Sacrament. I can't remember where the heist was. Um, and somebody teleported through a wall and found me, which I thought was outrageous. And I was very unhappy with that for the night. So that was one of those, like, screw it, I'm going to bed. Kind of gave up. Um, so other than that, no, not too much from me. I've been looking forward to hearing more about Blades once the NDA is done. But other than that, it's been pretty good. So now, to make AKB happy, it will be time for the unanswered lore question. Unless you want to just skip that right away and go somewhere else. <laughs> I, I'm dying, man. I, 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 I don't know what happened there. <laughs> okay, so, AKB, would you like to tell us what the unanswered lore question of this week is? So the question is based off the fact that this Dramore is being a bit of a jerk right now. Uh, <laughs> no, the question is based off of the fact that... I guess. <laughs> it's the only the problem with the gameplay is you keep getting distracted, I think. The question <laughs> is that now that Titus Mead has died in Skyrim, assuming that happened or facing the fact that there was a backup assassination plot and he was probably going to die anyway, who's going to be in charge of the Empire? 
So does anybody have any thoughts on what this one could be? Because I have literally none because I don't actually fully understand the ascension process of Imperials. Obviously, so, obviously it's going to be Titus Mead 3. I mean, there we go. Uh, is oh. there a Titus Mead 3? We don't know. I, see, uh, when you take your uh, vow to join the Imperial Legion, if you already killed the Emperor, they remove the name of uh, Titus Mead from the pledge. You just pledge loyalty to the Emperor, just without saying who it is. So I think that there really isn't an Emperor planned out after... Yeah. Me too. I think that the power is going back to the Elder Council, like during the period where Okada was in charge of everything and everything went to hell. Yeah. I think that's it for today. That's I don't think we got any. We, uh, I, we were a lot less prepared because half of us apparently died over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently half of AKB died too. We don't know which Seriously. half. Seriously, if he didn't have, he must have an heir. There must be an heir, either a son or a nephew, or something like that. Because you I did actually, that, but... I did actually look this up, and Titus, the first Titus Me, Titus Me One, was around in fourth era forty, and of course Skyrim is set in fourth era. 200 and so isn't it early 200 so you know that imperials don't live forever that's 160 years between titus mead one and titus mead two so presumably that there, there is some sort of mead dynasty apparently with, there um, is no known children though it, well yeah like titus one uh his son was Atrebus. um that was in but, the books but yeah it doesn't have to be directly one after the other but seriously, I mean, we know that um, Abnathan has been married, I think, seven times. And we know the name of, of his daughter, Clivia, and his sister, whose name has temporarily dropped out of my head, Septima. That's it. You know, we know the Thans are a massive dynasty, but we know the names of three of them, Abner, Clivia, and Septima. There may, there may be some others. Um, there was the one in, uh, of course... Daggerfall, who was Jay I don't know how you say it, Jaegar, Jaegar? Jaegar. Jaegar, okay, well him. So we know the names of precisely four Thars, despite it being a massive dynasty. So there's gotta be means. Or this could it possibly be that at this point the Empire becomes, I guess, not as much of an empire, but a the council takes over. Or at least this... for an extended period of time while they try to find whoever the new emperor is, that the council is then looking into the leadership. So what I think is interesting about that possibility is that the Elder Council has taken over several times throughout history, and every time it's been like the worst possible result possible. <laughs> like, the most famous time was in between the, during the second era interregnum when everything went to hell and Advisor took over, the potentate who just let everything go just the worst possible way. Uh, this also happened for one of the Septim Emperors, whose name escapes me, but it was uh, the son of Plagius III, who, again, name escapes me, but that's who it is. The council basically said, no, you don't get any powers, even though you're 20. You were still going to rule because you're too young. 
And the only power he had was uh, the Imperial veto over the council, which I think he vetoed something like 500 different bills to just kind of throw it back at them. Then uh, the last time... What was the last... Oh, yeah, during that, the end of uh, Oblivion, the council takes over, and they just don't do anything and let everything go to hell. It'll be fine. No I think it's going to be it. very bad if the council is in charge during yeah. Elder Scrolls Six, whenever that is. And maybe that'll be part of the Elder Scrolls Six is finding the heir who's lost and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just reuse the Sounds exciting. Yeah. Just reusing mm. stories. <laughs> um... So on that, I'm just going to pop over the screen here. We're going to move over to the topic because we don't have a lot of content today. So I just kind of wanted to go through and ask everybody except for Alara some questions about Blades because Alara can't say anything and I don't want to make her uncomfortable saying nothing. Um, So we've seen a few reviews of the game out now um, from verified sources, not talking about any leaks or anything like that, but Polygon has had something... um, Mashable, I think, had a post. There's been a few other game sites that have had posts. And most of the reviews seem fairly positive. Baratron, you were I know you were reading one literally before we started. So what kind of gist did you get from that? Yeah. So so I am not in the in the uh beta because as you can see, I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> um and the gist I got actually was, was was kind of interesting because it was talking about how the game itself plays. So uh, this is geek.com and they're saying that um, there's a part of the game that's a bit like Fallout Shelter or Animal Crossing Pocket Camp in which you're on a quest to d- discover who destroy your town um, and rebuild your community. And it's a little town builder and you use your resources to build new shops, attract new villages and unlock new quests. You can spend real or in-game currency to make buildings appear faster. Not great, but again, not unheard of in mobile games. And then there are the quests. And uh, the interesting thing about the quests is that if you play um, with your phone in portrait mode, apparently um, you can actually play it one-handed like like this. Or you can flip it to, to the... Um, landscape mode and then you get the the normal controls that you expect where you've got the moving around stick and the um looking around stick which is interesting apparently apparently like a stick will appear on the yeah there's a few other games that that work that way too so i've seen that before and it's i i generally don't like the on-screen controls in games um because you have to put your so much of your hand is left covering the screen when you're playing um, yeah. So I've used well, other games, but so in the portrait mode, apparently you just sort of move by by sort of tapping the screen. Yeah, which is kind of I think um, how I'll want to play. Yeah, and uh, one of the other reviews, not the geek.com one, the is it this one, the Mashable Polygon? Yes. Okay. So according to Polygon as well, is that um, the maps are all straightforward and linear. There's no way to walk off a ledge. I know falling falling off the world is the thing I have complained about in games, you know, since I was however <laughs> small playing on my BBCB, you know, oh my god, I've just fell off the world. It's the thing I hate. And um especially those of you who have played the new um 
rough stone dungeons, the final boss in, in one of those uh, there's, is, is this boss on this huge boss on a tiny little platform and he swings around and makes you fall off the world. But apparently in the, in this mobile blades, that's not a thing that's going to happen to you. So, so you can, you know, sit there on the train or whatever uh, on the bus, play, playing it with one hand. And yeah. apparently it's going to work. But... No, I like that. I think it'll be interesting. So I'm, myself am perfectly in their target demographic for this game um i'm what they and like in the industry call a transitioner so it's a person that goes from they used to be hardcore into games and played a lot of games and now because of their life changes and things like that they don't have as much time to sit in front of a computer and play and they more transition from that to the phone games and they're looking for more in-depth kind of experiences on a phone that they can have in short session bursts. So that works out perfectly for me because what I've always wanted ever since I like first saw the iPhone is like, I want to play Diablo two on this phone. I think it's like the perfect game where you're just clicking on a screen, going through, killing something in a dungeon quick and you're done. Like, I don't really want to play Skyrim because generally when I'm on my phone, I have five minutes, we'll say to be able to go, do something quick and then get out of the game. So I want to be able to go in and do a quick dungeon or do a quick thing and have some story, have some like actual things going on, but I don't I don't want it just to be swapping candies around to try to make like uh four four of them in a line. Like I want some in depth. So I'm really excited for Blades. I absolutely agree with that. That's something that I was so disappointed with uh phone games when they started getting popular is that like, it kind of reminded me of the video game industry crash of, was it the early 90s? Where uh, a bunch of games came out and they were all just the same, like, five-second concept that there's no depth to it. It's just, do this thing. And, okay, I have experienced all of the game's content within five seconds. I cut a rope. Woo. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can do that as a distraction if you have absolutely nothing better to do with your time, but it doesn't really lend itself to uh yeah. experience that sticks with you. Yeah, and then there was so much hope when Infinity Blade came out, I remember. Because people were like, whoa, this looks like a real game. But then nothing was really made of it. Yeah, exactly. Like People keep on pretending to make real games on the phone, and then it's just not that. Like, there's a few real games, but usually it's just a port of a game that you'd be more comfortable playing on a different platform. Exactly, yeah. So I'm really excited that it seems like this game is actually set up to be a mobile game first that will kind of give... It's not going to be a Skyrim. It's not going to be a main series Elder Scrolls game, and I'm happy about that. Like, I don't want that full... like. Skyrim on the Switch exists, and that's something that you can take with you and try to play on a plane or play in a train or bus. But then you're like, oh, I've got five minutes and then i got to get off at the next stop. You're kind of stuck because you'll be in the middle of a fight. And you're like, oh, I can't just stop here. <coughs> There's so many things that are happening. Or AKB will fall off the side of the world here. and won't be able to... <laughs> Oh, good. You made it. So yeah, yeah, and I played I'm, Skyrim on the Switch, and even on like a plane, it's just there's too much going on, too many people around, just really distracting. Yeah, and I just have trouble focusing. It's not. A, I mean, I, oh, I played ahead. Skyrim on my on my Xbox 360 on a I don't know how big's my TV. A 30 
I, I could yell at my husband and ask him, but but yeah, I mean, we have like something like a 36 or a 38 inch widescreen TV. And imagining taking a game that looks good like that and onto, onto a and little gaming down, screen, yeah. I just can't quite. Can't and quite that's see it. why it shouldn't have been on iPhone first. <laughs> iPhones are so tiny. It drives me crazy. Like, um, I don't want a freaking phone for babies. That is huge. Want... What are you talking about? Every it's the size iPhone of my I... head. Is that an iPhone? Yeah, it's an iPhone XR. How are you not in the beta? Because I didn't have an iPhone XR when I when the beta signups went out. Is like how big it is. <laughs> yeah. What phone right, do you have, sorry. Alara? Um, I have the iPhone X. The X, yeah. So, so the XR is a little bit bigger than the X. So, okay. Um, some more information about the game. Apparently, uh, there's no classes. Everybody plays as some variant on a spell sword, but you are able to, uh, you know, sp- focus on specific trees. So, you know, more towards melee, more towards casting, for example. Um, apparently, if you tap and hold one side of the screen, it charges up a swing from the weapon, and a heavy attack is takes longer to charge. Makes sense. And after releasing a swing, you can tap and hold the other side of the screen. If you're quick enough, you get a combo. Uh, that makes me think of uh, some sort of either rhythm action game or one of those, you know, <laughs> you know those uh, fighting games where where you have to press. A friend of mine actually made up his own fighting stick. You know, a, a fight a thing, you know, this big, bigger than my laptop with with yeah, the, with the dual sticks and the button. Yeah, and I'm gonna say combo. That's what it makes me think of. But anyway, uh, apparently you can parry enemy attacks with a shield as well. Hold down block. I don't know how you hold down block if it's on the screen. <laughs> I love this talking about this being like, we don't know how the controls work. We don't just sitting there smirking. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a few, there's a few pictures in this review, but I, I can't yeah. tell if these are actual gameplay pictures or if they're, um, Oh, the character, the character is called Bendu Olo. I like that. That's a throwback <laughs> to oblivion. Um, but yeah, it's very unclear from these pictures if they're actual gameplay. Although one of the guys did say that on a high-end um, iOS device, it does look not that far off Skyrim. So yeah, I can see that. Like graphic fidelity in mobile games has come a long, long way. So I can see it looking as good as Skyrim as long as it wasn't open world, because that's where the, a lot of the processing power goes to when you have to deal with all of the like this view and then be able to recreate a view as you turn around on a character. So a lot of that gra- uh, graphics processing will go to those kind of functions. Whereas if you have a very limited scale of what things can be, you can just load in static assets. There was, um... oh yes, yeah, some more things to say. Apparently it is, it is set in Tamriel and apparently it's set about within 10 to 20 years before Skyrim. I think was what it said in there was an interview um, with somebody and it was done at uh, the Bethesda Day at um, PAX, the main PAX, the one in PAX Seattle West. Yeah. West. Okay. Um, except it was quite noisy. There was a lot of other people in the background, but apparently those were the two key things to take out from that. And uh, people, people, some of the people on our Discord are are placing bets about whether it is in fact in high rock and there is one guy who says he will eat four sheets of printer paper if it isn't in high rock i think or was yep. it if it is i don't know the, uh, which, which the explicit let me hold on let me i pinned this because yeah. he's going to come on the show and if he is it's wrong they will he will come on and eat four sheets of printer 
Wait, where is my... Oh, my pin's missing. <gasps> Did somebody unpin it? Wasn't me. I'm innocent of this crime. Oh, well, we'll leave it for now. But yes, the rule was if there was... If the what we have seen so far is not explicitly stated to have been in High Rock, he will come on and eat four sheets of printer paper on the podcast with us. Uh, he did. I, I found it. Um, or at least this is said back in uh, December. He said he'll eat an entire sheet of notebook paper. No, no, this was recent. This was like this yeah, week. yeah. I'm not here. sure what the recent one was. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I will state here and now that if it isn't set within oh. High Rock or relatively close to High Rock brackets, i.e. a region influenced by High Rock, I will eat four entire pieces of printer paper on camera. And uh, when people, you know, questioned what sort of printer paper this was, it was like, whatever printer paper is in my printer at the time. Oh, that's funny, because, yeah, December you said, if it's not in Hammerfall, and (laughs) if it's not in High Rock. That's interesting. Okay, so he's he's changed his mind on that. (laughs) Well, I think that's all we really have to discuss tonight. We got a bit of a shorter show, but we're happy to be here and just chat with each other and watch AKB just fawn, like rummage it's around a speed run. It's a speed <laughs> run of ESO. Yes. That would be interesting. I wonder how fast you could do the entire main story. Well, you're going to find out when I finish the speed run. Well, we'll main, wait. wait, to be fair, to be fair, the main story doesn't doesn't take that long. If you mean the business with the prophet, yeah, mostly most of the time taken is waiting for the prophet to walk. Yeah, because he's not a far. Especially now that he just like you have to leave the harborage and then just run back because it used to be you had to exactly. get five levels or whatever it was. Five so. levels, yeah. So that was is, it, is this still based on level? Nope, it's just. You have to just leave the harborage, and then he pops up and says, "Come talk to me," and then you run back in, which is a bit I, of a janky way to I do it. I think I completed but... it when it was still back to like yeah, level base. That was so slow waiting for it. I have not done the main quest um, for a long time because parts of it are just so annoying. I <laughs> that's for the prophet, um, and it's just cold harbor for me. That's the only part that I start to get like. Done. Basically, basically, I love I love Sahan and Abnathan. Abnathan is just so yeah. ridiculously rude. I love the man. So I'm very excited that he's coming back. But this yeah. is this is talking now about elsewhere rather than about blades. But have we have we decided what we're doing after the show? Is it is AKB going to carry on streaming, or was I going to stream my run of um, Dark Brotherhood? You can definitely stream your run yeah. of Dark Brotherhood. Are there, Are you, we have to figure yeah. out, we have to figure out a lot more stuff with this streaming process still. Yeah. Mm. It is not ideal. Well, I got also, my OBS, so we'll see how that goes. In the stream, I've got it minimized, and it looks like um, the NBC you're talking to, the Farseer, is wearing those slotted sunglasses right now when I look at it on screen, because it's uh, the artifacting, instead of a bandage across their eyes. So, on that note, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Uh, AKB, where can people find you? Uh, apparently Elderon. <laughs> Under the giant crap. Under Scar. And I'll, I'll, I'll be here. Apparently not. You know, can't go there. Nope. Alara, how about yourself? Where can people find you? <laughs> on the Wiki Discord or forum. I'm Alara on all three of those. Or t- on Twitter, underscore Alara, underscore. Are you going to change it? <laughs> yes, at some point. <laughs> Some point she'll change it. Baratron, how about yourself? Yeah, sunglasses do exist in Damriel to answer the person who uh, asked. You can 
You can find me as at Baratron on Elder Scrolls Online on either of the PC uh, PC servers. I normally play on PC NA, but I'm leveling up a character on EU, so that's what I'll be doing later on tonight. You can find me on the Discord, and if you have ESO questions that you post to our Twitter, it'll probably be me that answers them. Awesome. And you can look down here. If you see Pylon, you know how to spell it. You can find me basically anywhere on the internet with that name. And if you see somewhere where I'm not with that name, feel free to send me a message so I can sign up for an account and get it. Um, feel free to follow me on Twitter. I haven't, I've been deciding trying to, how I'm going to revisit my Twitter. I've kind of taken a break from it for a couple of years for the most part. So I think I'm going to get a little bit harder into tweeting some Elder School stuff and getting a bit more involved in the community there. So feel free to follow me there and send questions of things you'd want to talk about on the show or see us talk about or any ideas for anything. Um, we're going to watch AKB die a little bit more because he decided lava was fun. It is. Um, speed run. <laughs> speed, speed run. run's a speed run tactic. Yeah, it's to glitch through the world. Make sure you follow UESP at UESP underscore net on Twitter. Search for us with UESP on Facebook and join our Discord at discord.gg slash UESP. And that's all we have for tonight. So I want to thank everybody for coming and watching us and joining us in chat. And make sure you stick around while Baratron gets things figured out so that she can stream her Dark Brotherhood playthrough. So have fun adventures in Tamriel, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.